Welcome to Nightfall Narratives, the podcast that goes where shadows and stories intersect to explore the eerie and enigmatic. Join us as we journey into the heart of the unknown, immersing ourselves in tales of suspense and terror. In each episode, we'll either read a spine-tingling tale, or we'll take a closer look at the art of writing, unraveling the mysteries of storycraft that make such tales so eerily effective. So, sit back, relax, and feel the embrace of the mysterious as we embark on this journey into the heart of the night. Welcome back to Nightfall Narratives, with me, your Nightfall narrator, R. Douglas Patton. In today's episode, we'll discuss and analyze the finale, Chapter 5 of The Willows by Algernon Blackwood, with a specific focus on the concepts of scapegoating and sensory deprivation, and how they were used in The Willows to great effect against the protagonists. Now, Chapter 5 of The Willows by Algernon Blackwood delves deeper into the psychological landscape of the protagonists as they continue their eerie journey down the Danube River. Now, this chapter provides a rich tapestry of psychological tricks that heighten the suspense and deepen the sense of unease, so let's explore them. Firstly, the concept of scapegoating emerges prominently as the characters grapple with their mounting fears and uncertainties. As the protagonists face the menacing presence of the willows, they instinctively search for a target to direct their anxieties. This tendency is observed when the narrator describes their thoughts. If only the wind would rise and deliver us from this place, they exclaim, transferring the responsibility of their predicament onto external forces. The idea of scapegoating allows the characters to externalize their fear, attributing it to the environment rather than confronting their own internal anxieties. It becomes a defense mechanism that shields them momentarily from acknowledging their own vulnerabilities. Secondly, the concept of sensory deprivation plays a significant role in this chapter as well. As the protagonists navigate the desolate landscape surrounded by the relentless presence of the willows, their senses are overwhelmed by the oppressive environment. Blackwood masterfully describes the monotonous drone of the wind, the dense silence that permeates the air, and the suffocating effect of the willow's dominance. This sensory deprivation creates a psychological void, intensifying the character's isolation and disorientation. With their usual sensory input diminished, they become more susceptible to hallucinations, heightened anxiety, and distorted perceptions. The absence of external stimulation leads to a heightened state of psychological vulnerability, as their minds become fertile ground for mysterious and unsettling experiences. Both of the concepts of scapegoating and sensory deprivation contribute to the overall psychological tension in the willows. The protagonist's inclination to externalize their fears shields them temporarily from facing their own internal struggles. Meanwhile, the oppressive sensory deprivation amplifies their vulnerability, leaving them open to the uncanny forces at play. These psychological dynamics fuel the building suspense, creating an atmosphere of psychological uncertainty that captivates the reader and keeps them on the edge of their seat. So let's explore how the concepts of scapegoating and sensory deprivation can apply to us as individuals, heightening our own personal psychology in situations of fear and uncertainty. In our own lives, 
we may encounter moments of distress or anxiety that trigger a natural inclination to scapegoat. When faced with overwhelming challenges or a sense of powerlessness, we may search for external factors to blame, diverting our attention away from our own vulnerabilities. For instance, imagine finding yourself in a new and unfamiliar environment, feeling out of place and uncertain. It's natural to seek someone or something to attribute those unsettling feelings to, rather than facing the discomfort within ourselves. In a similar vein, sensory deprivation can impact our personal psychology profoundly. Imagine being in a situation where our usual sensory input is restricted or diminished. For example, picture finding yourself alone in a pitch-dark room or in an isolated place with minimal human contact. In such conditions, our senses become deprived of the stimuli they rely on, leading to a heightened state of vulnerability and disorientation. As a result, our minds may become more susceptible to distorted thoughts, hallucinations, or a deep sense of unease. These concepts intertwine with our personal psychology, shaping our responses to challenging circumstances. Scapegoating can provide a temporary respite from confronting our own fears and insecurities as we project them onto external sources. This allows us to regain a sense of control and alleviate the discomfort we experience. However, in doing so, we may inadvertently overlook the personal growth that can be achieved by directly addressing our internal struggles. Similarly, sensory deprivation affects our psychological well-being by altering our perceptions and heightening our vulnerability. When deprived of familiar sensory input, we may experience feelings of isolation and disorientation. Our minds may grasp for familiar cues, creating a fertile ground for distorted thoughts and unsettling experiences. However, it is important to recognize that within this vulnerability lies the potential for introspection and self-discovery. By understanding these psychological concepts, we can become more aware of our tendencies to scapegoat and the impact of sensory deprivation on our personal psychology. Recognizing these patterns within ourselves empowers us to explore alternative ways of coping with fear and uncertainty. Instead of externalizing blame, we can and should cultivate resilience by acknowledging and addressing our own vulnerabilities. Furthermore, in moments of sensory deprivation, we can strive to find inner strength and seek meaningful connections with others to counteract the effects of isolation. Thus, it is possible that in our vulnerabilities, we may actually find our true strength. Now, Ultimately, by navigating the complexities of scapegoating and sensory deprivation within our personal psychology, we can cultivate a deeper understanding of ourselves and foster growth, even in the face of unsettling circumstances, and thus find our true strength. Understanding how to handle psychological concepts such as scapegoating and sensory deprivation in a psychologically healthy way is essential for our well-being as individuals. So let's take a moment to explore some strategies to navigate these concepts in a healthy manner. These are five techniques that you can use. Self-awareness, acceptance and responsibility, internal reflection, building resilience, and engaging in sensory stimulation. So let's go back first to self-awareness. The first step 
is to cultivate a self-awareness. Recognize your own tendencies towards scapegoating or externalizing blame when faced with fear or uncertainty. By becoming aware of these patterns, you can pause and reflect on your own emotions, thoughts, and reactions. This self-awareness allows you to take ownership of your internal experiences and empowers you to explore them in a more constructive manner. Then we have acceptance and responsibility. So instead of externalizing blame, practice accepting and taking responsibility for your own emotions and experiences. Acknowledge that fear, discomfort, or uncertainty are natural and part of the human experience, and you are having those experiences. By accepting your emotions, you can create space for personal growth and self-compassion, allowing you to address underlying issues in a healthier way. Now we have internal reflection. So engage in internal reflection to understand the root causes of your fears or anxieties. Journaling, meditation, or therapy can be valuable tools to explore your thoughts and emotions more deeply. By examining your inner landscape, you can gain insight into your triggers, fears, and vulnerabilities. This process enables you to develop a more nuanced understanding of yourself and psychological dynamics at play. And also, we have building resilience. Cultivate resilience by developing coping mechanisms and emotional regulation strategies. Focus on building a toolbox of healthy habits and activities that support your well-being. Engage in activities such as exercise, mindfulness, creative outlets, or connecting with loved ones. These practices help you navigate challenges and stressors in a balanced way, reducing the likelihood of resorting to scapegoating or succumbing to the effects of sensory deprivation. And seek support. If you find yourself overwhelmed by psychological challenges, don't hesitate to seek support from trusted individuals or mental health professionals. Sharing your experiences and emotions with others can provide valuable perspectives and guidance. A trained therapist can help you navigate complex psychological concepts and develop healthier coping mechanisms tailored to your specific needs. And then we have engaging in sensory stimulation. To counteract the effects of sensory deprivation, actively engage in sensory stimulation. Spend time in nature. Immerse yourself in uplifting music or savor the flavors and textures of delicious food. Engaging your senses can help restore a sense of balance and connection with the world around you, mitigating the negative effects of sensory deprivation. So remember, handling psychological concepts like scapegoating and sensory deprivation in a psychologically healthy way requires patience, self-compassion, and ongoing self-reflection. By cultivating self-awareness, taking responsibility for your emotions, and seeking support when needed, you can navigate these concepts in a way that promotes your personal growth, resilience, and your well-being. So, now let's take a look at how we can use this in our writing. And as writers, understanding and employing psychological concepts such as scapegoating and sensory deprivation can greatly enhance the impact and effectiveness of horror stories. Let's explore some tips and techniques you can use to incorporate these concepts in your own writing. Scapegoating. One effective technique is to create a sense of unease and suspense by utilizing scapegoating in your horror stories, of course. Consider developing characters who, in moments of fear or uncertainty, instinctively search for external forces to blame for their predicaments. 
This can be done by creating a mysterious and ambiguous antagonist, or by utilizing elements of the environment as malevolent entities. By externalizing fear and attributing it to something beyond the character's control, you heighten the sense of dread and create a captivating psychological dynamic. Sensory deprivation. Of course, we were talking about this as well. To enhance the psychological impact of your horror story, explore the concept of sensory deprivation, like we've been discussing. Manipulating the character's senses can intensify their vulnerability and disorientation, leading to a more immersive and unsettling experience for readers. Think about creating environments where usual sensory input is diminished or distorted or removed altogether. For instance, Describe eerie silence broken only by unsettling sounds, or place characters in situations of darkness or isolation. By limiting their sensory experiences, you heighten their susceptibility to fear, hallucinations, and psychological disturbances. The next is psychological repercussions. So consider delving into the psychological repercussions of scapegoating and sensory deprivation in your characters. Explore their internal struggles and the impact of these concepts on their personal psychology. Develop their thought processes, reactions, and coping mechanisms as they grapple with externalizing blame or navigating the effects of sensory deprivation. By delving into their psychological states, you create multidimensional characters and deeper emotional connections with readers. The next is foreshadowing and uncertainty. Utilize foreshadowing and uncertainty to create anticipation and build suspense within your horror stories. Foreshadowing hints at the presence of scapegoating or sensory deprivation, instilling a sense of unease in readers. Introduce subtle clues or eerie elements early on, gradually escalating the tension and allowing readers to anticipate the psychological twists to come. Maintaining an air of uncertainty keeps readers engaged and on edge, heightening the impact of the psychological concepts at play. Then we have symbolism and metaphor. Incorporate, of course, symbolism and metaphor to enrich the exploration of scapegoating and sensory deprivation. Symbols and metaphors can evoke deeper psychological meanings and enhance the atmospheric elements of your story. For instance, the presence of a particular object or recurring motif can symbolize the scapegoat, while using vivid and evocative language can evoke the sensory deprivation experienced by characters. This adds depth and complexity to the psychological themes you are exploring. So, by incorporating these techniques into your writing, you can effectively utilize the psychological concepts of scapegoating as well as sensory deprivation to heighten the horror and suspense in your stories. Remember to create multidimensional characters use foreshadowing, and explore the psychological repercussions. By doing so, you will create captivating narratives that deeply engage readers, leaving them with a lingering sense of psychological unease long after they have finished reading. Thank you for joining us in the conclusion of our eerie journey and final analysis of The Willows by Algernon Blackwood. And until next time, with our next tale, I'm your Nightfall narrator, R. Douglas Patton, signing off. As the shadows lengthen and the night falls, we come to the end of another episode of Nightfall Narratives. 
We hope you found our exploration of dark and mysterious storytelling and the art of writing thought-provoking and haunting. Remember, the stories we tell have the power to both chill us to the bone and inspire us to create our own. Join us again for our next episode. And until then, keep your eyes open and your mind curious, for anything is possible.